0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm joined today for the first time in quite some time with an or by, sorry, an, an interviewee. And uh, I did a lot of interviews on the podcast back in 2021. I had so many incredible aligned entrepreneurs on to share their wisdom and their insights into this world of Aligned Entrepreneurship and all the different facets of it. And it's something that I am bridging my way back into because I just, I just get so much fulfillment from having these conversations and sharing them with you guys. And today's guest is actually a client of mine. And uh, I just, I really, really resonate with what she's about. And she has a different way of describing or coaching people through a lot of what it is that I truly believe in which is identity work which is who it is that you're being within each area of your life obviously including your business and how it is that that really dictates the outcomes that you do or do not manifest and uh, her name is Mara and Mara is a relationship coach specializing in guiding ambitious women to heal their attachment style and create and maintain loving and secure relationships within themselves and within their connections to others. And uh, Mara is very much a seasoned entrepreneur as well. And so even though she predominantly coaches people uh, through or guides them through developing really prosperous relationships in a romantic sense for themselves. She really understands the role, the fundamental role that attachment theory and our attachment styles play within business. And in fact, the more that we chatted and the more that I've worked with her, the more parallels and um, synchronicities I've seen between my work and hers. She just has different language and a, a more nuanced approach to what I regularly talk to in terms of nervous system regulation and uh, really healing healing the parts of you that can keep you stuck or keep you out of alignment or have you spiral into you know anxiety or uncertainty and uh, so I love the way that Mara speaks to this I wanted to take a moment before we dive into our our interview to talk to you guys um, about a free training that my friend Zoe and I are doing, and this is unlike anything that I've done before. It is a seven-day free mini mastermind. We're calling it the Divine Magnetism Mini Mind, and this is going to be an entire week of being with us inside of a coaching container. We're going to do daily um, trainings for you guys, audio trainings. It is not on Facebook. It's something that you can easily access and participate in as much as you desire to, and it's all about creating an empty space that your desires can easily flow into. It's not specific for entrepreneurs, though I think it is entirely invaluable what it is that we're gonna be covering. So I'm not gonna go go too much into that here, but I will link that down below for you guys. Check it out, the Divine Magnetism Mini Mind for seven days, 100% free. I also wanted to uh, just highlight something Mara is currently offering, which is a 90 minute intensive that I helped her to develop that I think is just hugely beneficial and if you resonate with what it is that we're gonna be chatting about today and you want to access the the work, the inner work, and the healing that is going to really suit you within your business and help you heal your attachment style so that you can embody the way of being that effortlessly draws your results, your desires to you within your business and outside of your business as well, I highly recommend checking out her, uh, her intensive that she's gone on right now. So I'll link all of that down below for you guys, including all of her information and a link to the mini mind. And without further ado, here is my interview with relationship coach and attachment theory specialist, Mara. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders, and this is a space where you'll discover the science behind the woo of your soul-led business, collapsing timelines through combining identity work, quantum principles of creation, and nervous system-aligned sales strategies. Here, we take a science-backed approach to understanding the magic of manifestation and the role our brains and bodies play in our success as business owners. It is my intention that the time you spend here serve as a channel through which you gain access to the clarity and ways of being in your business that will enable you to impact thousands and transform your world in the process. Hey, Mara, how's it going? Hey, Lauren, it's going great. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur podcast. I'm really excited to have you and uh, thank you for joining us today I I don't think I've ever there was a period in time where I had a lot of guests on the podcast and I don't think I ever had anyone talking about attachment styles specifically (laughs) I'm pretty sure Yeah. yeah um and I think this is a really important topic and it's very sort of like near and dear to my heart in terms of this understanding and what it has done for me within my relationships and within my business and how important it is and uh yeah, so anyways, I want to actually, first and foremost, give you the opportunity just to tell us who it is, who you are, and what it is that you do as an Aligned Entrepreneur.
1: Awesome. Well, um, thank you for having me, Lauren. So I my name is Mara, and I am a relationship coach. Um, and before being a relationship coach, I was in the beauty industry for about 20 years and um, really working... In intimate settings with women, you know, for that amount of time, and I find that over the years, it was like 99 of our conversations were like relationship-based. So it's like either they're transitioning into uh, a relationship, leaving one, getting married, getting divorced. So I've been in this this journey with them, and so over time, um, when I, as I was going through my own transformation and like kind of been on my own like spiritual journey and was going through a lot of different um, roller coaster. Um, relationships, I really started to dive into um, just like the internal work on myself and really support, started supporting other people and doing that, um, especially my clients. So I, you know, decided a few years ago that that was like one of the things I wanted to do was to um, transition into supporting women and a and a different, you know, I was working with them externally. Now I wanted to work with them internally, you know, to guide them through healing their attachment styles and breaking, you know, relationship patterns so that they can um, create fulfilling and happy relationships with themselves, with others, with their, you know, with their business, with everything. Cause I find that relationships are just the fabric of our life. So.
0: Yeah. I always say like our relationships are our greatest source of, abundance really and yeah. that is very true within business as well and one of the things that you said to me on a coaching call that we were on that had me think like this would be a great episode and a great interview is about how our attachment styles really impact us in business because we we know that it's about mindset we know that it's about alignment but In my experience, people place a lot of emphasis on thinking it's about their money mindset when nine times out of 10, if not more, it's actually about where that money is coming from and the relational implications of it and our own triggers. So maybe first and foremost, you can share, for those that don't know, what is an attachment style?
1: Yeah, so I look at, I think of the attachment style as a spectrum. And it's basically, if you think about, um, some of us develop our attachment style through uh, you know how our caregivers took care of us when we were like children right and that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't develop an you know an insecure attachment style in like or an adult relationship because you absolutely can it's just that usually that's where it stems from you know so if you had you know, clients or parents that were emotionally available for you and were able to help you to kind of work through things. They communicated with you, helped you to, to learn how to self-soothe and was there for you that support emotionally. Usually you're going to end up having some more of a secure attachment style that, so like conflict wouldn't be scary, let's say, or you're able to ask for what it is that you need. Um So on one end of the spectrum, there's the anxious attachment style, which, you know, if People tend to be like they're the clingy ones, they're the needy ones, you know, it's usually um where they they really desire that closeness in a relationship because um the space scares them. They have a really deep fear of being abandoned, right? So they want to constantly be close to somebody. Um so you could tend to maybe people please or you, you know, you kind of lose your boundaries and that's you know, sometimes they might feel like they just lose themselves in relationships, right? And then all, over time, they, they'll feel kind of exhausted or maybe taken advantage of because they feel like they're constantly giving. So that's like one end of the spectrum. And then the other end is the dismissive avoidant, which tends to be the opposite, right? They, they're the ones that maybe are a little bit more withdrawn, emotionally avail, uh, unavailable. Like people might say, they might feel, you know, you might, people might, they come across as like, they just seem like they just don't care. But it's because... They don't really have a, a high desire or need for the vulnerability because they haven't, you know, been taught that. So they do a lot of, you know, soothing and a lot of things on their own. They're kind of like, I'll handle my, you know, emotions. I kind of, you know, I'll deal with my stuff, you deal with yours. Right. So there, there's like that end of the spectrum. And then there's the fearful avoidant, which is a combination of the two. So they desire connection so much, but they also fear it just as much. So it's kind of like, if you ever think of like, like that hot and cold, you know, the up and down where it's like one minute, they want you the next minute, they're like ghosting you. And you're just like, I don't understand what's going on, you know? So that's kind of like where the fearful avoidant is. Um, they have a really hard time. Like their deepest fear is like being betrayed. So they have that fear of like being able to really, you know, be into this relationship because then they're like, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? So they kind of flip flop. So, and then obviously there's the secure attachment style, which, you know, they're able to emotionally regulate. They can speak up when they need something, they can set boundaries. Um, they're able to, to receive love and give love. So you could see where, um, you know, you could fall on this spectrum. I mean, I feel like I've been on like all over, but you know, once you really start to work through certain patterns and things like that, then you, the idea is to move more to securely attached.
0: Right. Thank you for going over those. I find this so intriguing because I mean, I love human psychology. um, And when you really understand attachment styles or types, you start to understand that we're really all just moving from a place of desiring to feel safe. um, And that just looks different for different people. So to kind of like put it into sort of context with the work that I did. I was, it's funny, because I had a very secure upbringing, a lot of love in the home, Mm -hmm. Um, but I had experiences within relationships that over time, and I had certain beliefs that I'd kind of inherited and stuff that over time led to, I was sort of anxious avoidant. I was more anxious than avoidant. I would kind of latch on to things that, that, you know, I, to people, I guess, that I desired. Um, And I usually attracted men that were avoidant attachment, which Mm -hmm. meant would pull away. Right. So that's like that yin yang, like, and and typically they are attracted to one another, but then if I had someone that was very available to me, that's when I'd actually become avoidant, and I'd be the one to push away. And what's at the center of all of that. And the way that outwardly manifests is like, oh, I'm just like, not that into that person, but in reality, it's all about what's safe. It's like, if I chase the person that's not available to me, that's safe because I don't ever have to actually look look at the parts of myself that don't believe I'm Mm -hmm. worthy of love. And if I run from the person that is available, same thing. Right. So it's like, at the end of the day, we're all just sort of moving in and out of this desire to be and feel safe. But for a lot of people, love is not safe. Right. So they run away from it. A lot of people like it. it's, so I find it so intriguing. And I think the piece that I, I would love to focus on with you today, and I love your understanding of it. Like we just see totally eye to eye. Yeah goes hand in hand with all the nervous system stuff that I always mm-hmm. talk about here. Um, but I think there's this huge missing piece for people with understanding attachment styles and how it relates to their business because that attachment, those, those patterns that I had within relationships that kept me single for like a long time yeah yeah totally the same ones that showed up in my business mm-hmm. right I would get that same like anxiety I would think that it was a mindset thing but it wasn't it was something within my nervous system so yeah how do you see relating sorry how do you see all of this <laughs> relating to how someone is able to show up in business and actually let's start there because for a lot of yeah. people just getting visible is quite you know, I'll I was going to say that mm-hmm. there. So, like, how do you see going to work on your attachment style and moving into more of a place of inner security? Mm-hmm. How does that then allow people to show up and get visible first and foremost in their business? Well, I
1: find, and that's that's a great question because a lot of a lot of times, like even in conflict, if you think about it, um, when things come up or you're arguing, you're fighting, like oftentimes it's really just about people. It's really not about what they're fighting about, right? It's more about him them being seen, being heard, being understood, you know? And so you feel like if, so think of it like this, if you're, if you're afraid of being seen or if you were just never seen as a child, and that is something that is, you know, running you like subconsciously, then it is going to be so terrifying to, to show up you know, f- you know, to, to get on that live or to, to do, you know, something that is going to, you know, put you out of your comfort zone. Cause obviously that's what they want. Like you just said, it's the safety piece. So it's like, if you're able to um, really see it for like, for what it is. So for example, like if you're, if you're afraid to be seen, cause that's a lot, like I hear a lot with people, it's like, they're afraid to show up. Um, one of the things that, I use, it's called like exposure work. So it's basically very small incremental um, steps, you know, to whatever that is to kind of break from that. Because the whole point is um, it was being seen was, there's just more negative associations to it than there is positive. And so what happens is it's easier to stay small. It's easier to stay hidden. And obviously if you're trying to do something in business and you want people, you want to be seen, you want to be talking about, it's going to require you to step out of that. However, it's so terrifying. And so when you, when attachment theory, you know, if you think about it, everyone has some kind of coping mechanism. So pay attention to what it is that's just that you are doing when you're supposed to go for that live. Like, are you, do you just go on like binge watch television? You know, is it something like you start eating, you know, um, Is it that like, oh, let me just click, hold on. I got to do this real quick. I got to do that. And you just keep very You're very much like distracting yourself. You can see there where it's like, you're just avoiding what it is that you're supposed to do. But if you take that one step and maybe it's just hitting the record button. And as you're hitting the record button, that's all you have to do. Like that just might be your first step. You want to start, you know, um conditioning yourself and your nervous system that it's safe. It's okay. I can do this. I just hit record. Like everything's fine. And as soon as you start doing stuff like that, that's where you start to create new positive associations to these action steps. So it might not be, Hey, I'm just going to hit play and I'm going to jump on there and talk for 30 minutes on this live. You know what I mean? You have to like really break it down. Once you start to condition yourself, it's crazy. Like, it just, it just starts to build on that. And the next thing you know, you're, you know, you're, you're doing, you know, you're, you're on live or you're doing whatever it is you're posting, you're visible. So I do feel that it's important to, to see where you're, where you, you know, where you're at with that before you, um, you know, start moving in that direction to to be seen.
0: I love that. That's exactly what I did when it came to live streams. Like I remember I tell all the time the story of my first live stream and how, it's like, I have the replay of it somewhere in my curriculums because I was so nervous. I was, I remember mm-hmm. one jumping on live with me or like watching it. I was, and I, that just like sent me in a spiral. I had a real fear of being seen. And for me personally, and I share this because I think it'll resonate with people. It was like, Everything was the possibility of being rejected, so mm-hmm. making my and that's like what's really there, right? When people say like, "Oh, I'm just procrastinating, you're not procrastinating. You're protecting yourself on a subconscious level from your deepest fear of being confirmed for you, even if that's just within your own mind, right? If I'm mm-hmm. online and people are watching, but then they're hopping off my brain for the longest time would just make that mean i was being rejected i'm not holding their attention i'm not what i'm saying isn't of value to them or isn't you know they'd rather be somewhere else and so the 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 procrastination part um was way more is way more about self preservation mm-hmm. i think i posted that once on my on my stories or sorry on my uh, feed on instagram it's not procrastination it's self preservation mm-hmm. right so right. i have- love that, that like little incremental steps. And for someone who maybe is taking the steps or something happens in their business or even within their relationships that really does trigger them and kind of sends them into a spiral, what would you recommend for them? Because what you've shared so far is fantastic, but it's like, it's sort of um, before taking action, here's little things to do we all know what it feels like to go into like that anxiety spiral, like stress response. What mm-hmm. would you recommend for someone who's maybe experiencing that or has experienced that they're in a launch that's failing and they just feel, you know, they're in like the bottom of the barrel in terms of their self-worth and just totally activated. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, Oh, I know. So, if it,
1: so when you, when you're activated in that way, I found for me, one of the things that was I could quickly shift out of it is when I would get super present. And I know it's not, it's like, it's always easier said than done, but it's like, if you're sitting there, just allowing yourself to sit for a second and close your eyes and just start witnessing your emotions as if it's like, for example, if you're feeling frustration, you know, so it's like, you're closing your eyes, but you're like, frustration feels like, and it could be like, um, a burning fire in my throat, whatever that looks like, you know, you start to actually witness it. So what happens is you start to separate the emotion from your, like your, I think it's more of like your conscious mind. So your conscious mind starts to get more into activated because now you're disassociating yourself because you're witnessing it. Now you're saying like, okay, so this is what it is. So I have, so I have this fire in my arm right now. And well, where is it located? Well, it's located in my arm. Okay. So like, what else is it doing? Like, is there a color there? So I found that when I started doing something like that, it's, it's so bizarre, but it almost just immediately will start to bring it down because what happens is when we go into the spiral, we Mm -hmm. tend to spiral into story. And that is what will keep us into that. cycle. so now it's like, oh my God, no, one's going to do it no one's going to sign up this. Why did I put all this work into it? I'm I'm just a loser. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, all this personalization and the personalization in the stories is what keeps you in the suffering. So obviously, you know, when we start to, okay, let's just, let's just be here with this emotion, recognize it, understand, witness it as as what it is, you know, and what that what does it look like? What does it feel like? So what it starts to do is it starts to bring, bring it all down actually. And then from there, once you start to regulate a little bit more, a little bit more, then you can say like, okay, what is like the next obvious action step that I need to take, you know, for my business, or maybe it's nothing. Maybe I just need to go for a walk. Maybe I just need to go play with my dog, whatever that looks like. And so giving you what you need in a healthy way, instead of it's like, oh my God, like I need to go have a drink or I need this, or I, you know it's like you just start to 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 get into all these like you know different types of unhealthy patterns let's just say you know you could totally get or you just stay stuck in it and so by by being able to just sit with it because i never understood what that meant i never understood like what to sit with emotions because sitting with emotions sometimes is very uncomfortable mm-hmm. It's just very uncomfortable, but I found that, and I, I can't remember who it was that I heard this from, but they were talking about that. There's so much, there's all these different chemicals that are being, you know, um, processed through when we are in that type of, you know, uh, yeah. And to the, right. So, so being able to give yourself 90 seconds, I think they said to just actually sit with it will is actually the time I think we need to like process through. Cause if we don't, we start going, doing other things, or we're trying to distract what it does is it's just, it's flooding our body. And you feel, you think about it, it's just like, it's chemicals. So what, yeah. it's not going to feel good. So being able just to allow it to just process through, then it's like, it's just, I look at it as like a, you know you know when you used to um, filter coffee and it's like, you can, you pour it through the water and then there's like the grinds and then like the, the coffee kind of just like drips out and just like drips out. I think of it like that. I feel like it's just like, it's just kind of, okay, I'm just letting this emotion just like work itself out. You know, it's just going to come through the filter and then it's like gone. Um, however, instead, what we do is we, we really try to take control of the emotion and we're trying to stop it or we're trying to, you know, not make it um, worse. Right. But what well, we're doing is just keeping it going instead yeah. of just letting it be.
0: I love the coffee filter analogy, because one thing as I was listening to you talk is something I bring up with my clients all the time, which is like, when you're able to be with the emotion, mm-hmm. you have a much better opportunity or chance at actually seeing what it wants to show you. Because the reason that we have the emotion and you had said it in your own way about like, what well, we're, we're assigning personal significance to things. So we're feeling anxiety. Okay. Why are we feeling anxiety on the surface? It's like, well, if this launch doesn't go well, then I'm not going to make money. Okay. What if you don't make money? And if you follow that line of questioning down, it's always like, well, I'm being rejected, which means I'm not good enough or whatever. But in that moment of very uncomfortable emotions and fight or flight, which is like, you're absolutely right. Your body gets totally inundated with fight or flight hormones, which give you an opportunity to literally run from whatever the threat is. And it takes a lot of self-awareness, as you're, you're saying, yeah. um, to actually sit with that stuff and let it be there. But that's where our power is. And that's where, at least in the way I think of it and teach it, that's where we start to create more of a secure connection within ourselves, because we're, um, we're showing our nervous system safety in that possible threat that it's currently yeah. facing or thinks that it's facing. And that's actually what I wanted to ask you next is when it comes to moving into what you describe as secure attachment style. I think that's what you can tell us if that's what you describe it as. I call it like a regulated state of uh, a state of nerve regulation, but they're essentially the same thing. Um, what does that look like? And I know that it depends on your own patterns, your own attachment style. Um, but what are some like, you know, tips you've already shared some, of course, for someone wanting to go, okay, within my business, I desire to feel secure. I desire to feel regulated and like like I'm able to actually hold the vibe quote unquote because I, my nervous system or my attachment style isn't dictating which spiral of fear I'm in from one day then to the next
1: yeah yeah so so one of the things that um it well it's just uncovering right there we all have like some some deep usually like with attachment styles if you look at each attachment style there is some core wound, if you will, or belief, whatever you want you know, either, or that each style kind of has in a unique way. Right. So um, like I said, the anxious attachments really, really fearful of the abandonment, you know, where like fear, like the fearful avoidance really like the betrayal and, and the, the dismissive avoidant, it's just like, they're afraid that You're, you know, they're they're going to lose their independence. You know, so it's kind of like when you think of it in that way, and you start to really understand that—that's one thing that's you can start to, you know, to shift those beliefs and reprogram those things. Um, And then also, what is really big that I help people uncover is like what your your needs are, because we have like these person we call personality needs. We all have these different needs. And so, and it's gonna look different for like everybody, right? So really understanding what your needs are, um, what that does is once you're able to, to understand that, then you're able to start to give that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And what happens there is when you start to give these needs, like give the needs to yourself first, you actually start to prime your subconscious to receive. So now that you're receiving from yourself, right? So like, let's say, you know, you are, you love connection, but like, obviously maybe your partner isn't there right now. So there's another way to do that. So it might just be like taking your dog for a walk or phoning a friend, or like, you start to really understand what it is that you're needing in that moment so that you can say like, okay, I can give this to myself. When you start to do that, then again, it's like, you're, you're not a, being abandoned because you're giving yourself what you need. So you're conditioning your, your unconscious mind. So then once you're able to, to be solid on that, now you can express your needs and what is it that you want from other people. Mm-hmm. And so once you're able to do that, now you're able to, to actually get your needs met because you know what you want. I mean, a lot of times people just don't, you know, something is coming up. Maybe you're not really feeling great about, but sometimes we don't really know what it is, Right. So if you're able to really uncover that, now you're able to just, instead of doing these indirect things, like hanging up the phone or stonewalling somebody, you're able just to be like, Hey, like I'm feeling a little neglected right now. And I would just love some reassurance. And that looks like this, you know, so then you can actually give what what you, what you want and then you can keep it moving. So that's kind of like moving into a secure attachment. Style is is more so like you're regulated because you're like you're giving it to yourself, but then you can ask for what you need, and create boundaries too around your
0: your all your your stuff. I love that, and uh, it, it's what I'm ge- hearing is it's not about never having triggers; it's about having awareness and actual responsibility around those triggers, such that you can move forward productively. Yep, um, and one of the things that I, I really love about understanding your own attachment style, especially what you describe it, is mm-hmm. that it puts you in a place of taking responsibility where there is responsibility to be taken. So let's say within, I, I refer to dynamics within business as, like a, I, I talk about them as being relationships all the time, or I use a relationship as like a metaphor because I see it just so much more clearly that way. But if you're thinking of it in terms of, your business being say a romantic partnership and within mm-hmm. your romantic partnership you get triggered but you have this awareness that mara is speaking to and instead of projecting that onto your partner you're able to say here's where i'm not feeling safer here's where something from the past is coming up for me and here's what i need both for myself and potentially from my yep. partner now you're in a whole other ballgame and this is really like what my relationship looks like from a um Communication standpoint is like he knows that I have this real thing about rejection, and so while I will take responsibility for that, he can sense moments where I'm like, like triggered, and he goes, and he'll say, like, I'm, you're not being rejected right now. That's not what's happening. Like because I'll literally yeah. be like pulling away Go because away. little thing that he said that had nothing to do with anything. I my brain is like, oh, you're saying this, and I remember back in the pet and blah 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 blah. So it's like it's it's not that you can't within relationships anyways it's not that you can't ask for what you need but don't do it from a place of like I'm feeling insecure and it's your job to make me feel secure a hundred percent right now and I think like this this work that you're speaking to is like has the power to completely transform your entire life because your entire life is relationships and mm-hmm. for you, how do you see because you're you and I have very similar kind of stories we mm-hmm. both the aesthetics industry you've been in it a lot longer than I was um And both of us had a lot of success in that industry and, and a lot of effortlessness in terms of just allowing who we were being Mm -hmm. to draw in the clients. And we've had conversations about this. And then within the coaching world, that was something more that we had to find security around, develop that way of being. So from your perspective, because you come from just a lot of personal experience and understanding, how do you see attachment styles? playing out in people's businesses given that you had a business or have a business that um is very regulated very secure for you and therefore really worked very effortlessly versus one yeah. where you have to build that for yourself yeah um so
1: what, what were you saying how did that how does
0: yeah like, I guess how, it? yeah how how do you see where do you see the relation i'm sure it's like it's literally everywhere between mm-hmm. your attachment style and your ability to be in a place of security within yourself, and like as it relates predominantly to business,
1: I think, um, I think like like shifting, you know, being able to like you just said, you have this one business that, um, it just seems so easy to to maneuver, right? And and I think um, realizing cause I was going through that too. When I was started, when I was building my coaching business, I really was like taking a lot of things like personal, but it was just because I I think what it was, was one, it wasn't a mindset shift because I was like, well, this is just completely different. And so it's like, I had to kind of go back to like, when I first started, you know, in this business many years ago, doing lashes or doing hair and all that, like, I was terrified taking my first clients. I was terrified doing these things, but I just kept doing it. And I didn't make it mean anything. I just knew that, okay, I needed the practice. And so I found that with this in particular, because I was putting so much pressure on myself too, it was like, I felt like I had to have it a certain way. And I was realizing one of the things that I was really looking for one of my needs that I really was looking for. was like certainty. Mm. Um, and control, Right, because it was just like, okay, you know, like if I can't, it's like, how how come I can't get this? Like what is going on here? And I think that that was like a really, a really big aha moment for me, because again, it was like going back to like what my needs are. I knew like, I know what my needs are. So now I'm like, okay, I can't really control the outcomes But what I can control and what I can do, and where the certainty comes in for me, is focusing on the efforts. And meaning like, okay, did I actually like? Did I post it? Like, what did I like? It's more of like focusing on those activities. And it's and it's like, okay, cool. Then I kind of like can release what the outcome is. And and that's one of the things that I was finding that was helping me because I was getting so worked up, finding myself being very. I just felt like unsafe with it because I just didn't know what to do basically. So, so I found that that was one of the things that was, was like helpful was understanding that. And I also knew what my, my patterns were, my coping mechanisms. It's, it's literally just, I could shift from, okay, I can go all in, but then when something would come up that maybe I didn't understand, it's like, okay, how can I just distract and avoid completely? So it's being able to, to understand that it doesn't have to be perfect, but just like being able to show up. And when I started just getting more into that flow, then, um, I just can focus on, like I said, I can focus on the things that I can control, which was creating more of the safety for me though.
0: Right. And I love, I mean, I think that at the end of the day, attachment styles comes down to and nervous system stuff comes down to. Where and how do we think we need to control? Mm-hmm. And because a deeper control is always a need for safety, which isn't in anything external, but we think that it is in today's world. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so I I love what you said there about not making yourself wrong that you desire control, but instead deciding, well, what do I have control over? Because I often speak to people about like a bridge. Like, we don't, if you're like, oh, I, I'm trying to control this too much. So I'll just stop. Well, there's not going to be safety for that in you either, but there could be safety in like, if you're a real, some of my clients that are real action takers to a fault, like they're just always working on their business. They don't feel safe. If they're not, I don't mm-hmm. say to them, like go on a seven day vacation where, you know, right. you don't anything on your business because that's not going to be enjoyable for them. I say, Let's decide where the action is in a way that is more easy and flowy and less coming from that place of should because in that they're still getting what their attachment style or their nervous system needs, um, yeah. but kind of separating it from everything that you're talking about and moving more. Right. So I just love that as like a an awareness that then leads into a bridge. Right, right.
1: Well, think of it like this. Um let's say you have a really big need for like comfort, you know? So like some people, some people love, you know, novelty, right? They want to change things. They they like to have adventure. Some people are just like, I really like comfort. Well, and this is why oftentimes when people have these goals, like, you know, you know, the new year's goal, oh my God, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to do it right. And they do it for a little bit. And then all of a sudden they're right back to square one. And oftentimes is because we actually have like competing we have like competing needs going on because one is like your body or your your like unconsciously your body your your craving comfort so now you want to go to like this workout routine or you want to do something else that's stepping out of your comfort zone so it's basically completely in battle with the other one hmm. so it's kind so what's going to happen is because your unconscious mind is so powerful it can your your conscious mind can't outwill your unconscious right so What happens is it'll go right back to that comfort zone because it's just, it's, it's more powerful. So that's when you're going to be like, you know, I think I'm going to skip the gym today. And then next thing you know, you you're eating like comfort food, right? Because that's what your body really wants. So it's the same thing with your business. So you may have this desire for, for me, you know, for being for certainty or for being comfort, right? However, you know, but you want to do really big things in your business. So it's going to require you to adjust some of those things. So it's basically trying, it's, it's like getting your unconscious mind, you know, on board with what, you know, with, with your conscious mind so that you can start creating that change. So where can you find that comfort in something that's really scary, right? Where can you find that control in something that's scary? And that's how you do it. That's how you actually overcome procrastination. That's how you shift things. So now it's like, okay, well, I love like like I love comfort. However, sometimes, you know, in my um like I one of the things is like organizing things. I love organizing, but the one thing, it's like systems and things like that sometimes is not easy for me. And I kind of can put it off, but then then I feel kind of like all over the place, right? So, one of the things that I'm like, well, what does that look like in terms of like comfort for me? So, it's like I Create this space, like it's like, okay, maybe you know I have candles, I have music, I have like my favorite drink, I have my dog here. It's like, how can I get that with doing some of the things that the challenging things that I don't want to do? So like again, it's once you really start to uncover these things because everybody's unique to that, then you're able to give that what you need, and so then you're able to move forward
0: i uh, i love I love what you're saying here. I had a client last week talk about how She always liked the idea of having monthly money dates where she goes through everything with her money. And that always gave her a ton of anxiety. So what she started to do Mm -hmm. was go out to like, like a really fancy restaurant, take herself to a restaurant with her computer. And from there she would do her money stuff, or she'd have like a spa day. And on like her break at the spa, when she's like sitting in, you know, the beautifully whatever, decorated restroom or like, or break room or whatever, <laughs> um, yep. where she'd do her money stuff. So she like changed. It's like money became this place of comfort and excitement over resistance and fear and shame. Mm-hmm. Just loved yeah. that, like and It's it's really it really is like a subconscious reprogramming kind of thing. And now she's like, my money date is coming up. I'm so excited, right? Which is then, of course, changing your overall vibe about money, which means you get to start more easily attracting more of it, right? And mm-hmm. that's actually what I'd like to talk to you what, you. what I'd like to talk to you about next is just because you have a real understanding of the energetics of, you know, business and really aligning yourself energetically how do you see a secure attachment style lending itself to a state of overall consistent alignment within business what do you mean by um what i don't know yeah you're very like yeah. the conversation that we're having i feel is like it's it's such a thing within the body that bringing yeah. words to it <laughs> i know i i trust me i Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm asking that question and I'm like, am I even making sense? But I guess it's like the way yeah. that I, I like to talk about the, the science behind the woo. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I use the example of like holding the vibe. What that means is staying in a state of openness mm-hmm. and to me... The science behind that is a regulated nervous system, because if you have a regulated nervous system, you're not being triggered into spirals that close you off. And my thing right. with manifestation and business is it's not so much about belief as it just is openness. And to me, openness means that you feel safe, that you're in, you know, you're not in survival mode. Right. So I think it's probably very similar with attachment styles yep. versus nervous system but how do you kind of think about that like if i if i can work myself or yeah do the work to get into a secure attachment style that will allow me to feel blank or operate in this way within my business
1: i when i think of like that the secure i feel like it's you know you're able to flow right it's like it's an it's almost like an ease it's a flow here's the thing with secure attachment styles um so usually with the other one, you know, the other insecure ones, like I was telling you, they have really deep like wounds, right? And usually if you're more securely attached, att- um, securely attached, you, you tend to not have those wounds, those deep, like the deep ones, right? What happens is you may be triggered, but it's less frequent and it's not as intense. Right. So, so what it is, it's kind of like the bump in the road right? You're not veering off in like going off a cliff. You're just kind of like, oh, like that was a little, little, you know, little bump. Maybe this one might be a little speed bump, but you're able to, it doesn't throw you off, you know, right. your game, right? Cause I remember like, even for me, it's like something would come up in my life personally. And I, sometimes it was like, I couldn't recover for like the day or sometimes two. you know, it was just, I would just be in this funk. And then I'd feel like I couldn't get some things done and I was always catching up. So over time, You can you can like be in the moment, something can happen, but you're just in the state of like flow, right? So you're kind of like riding the wave, but it's still moving, you know, in a direction. You're not like stuck in it.
0: I really like that distinction. I was having some like realizations as you were talking about it. Mm -hmm. People think alignment is this straight line of like, I just feel good all the time. It's not that. (laughs) It'll Mm -hmm. never be that. We're human beings but where we should endeavor to get to in terms of our own way of being is what is describing. It's like a wave. It's a slight up and down that you, you can just flow with that you don't fight. And when you're in that down, it's not that far to get back to the up because there's not that big of a difference between the two of them. It's just little subtle shifts. Whereas what's more typical is we don't have this awareness or we're fighting the lows when we're in them, or we're trying to scramble to get back to the highs and it's like, tidal waves and then mm-hmm. huge valleys in between and so when we're not when we're like in the low we're like I gotta get right back to the top of the mountain <laughs> as opposed to like I just gotta take a few steps and I'll be back like you know riding the yeah. wave so yeah I I really really like that mm-hmm. distinction, and um that is <laughs> how it feels to me and I I love understanding this from a more scientific or like psycho psychological perspective mm-hmm. like everything you bring because I think without it, it can be just so easy to just have these blanket ideas of how we're supposed to feel with no real understanding of what's behind who we're being in our business, what our triggers are, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, would you say this is a real like personal, like person to person kind of journey in terms of what's going to best suit them in moving more into a secure attachment style, either within their business or without.
1: Yes. Because you said it earlier um, when you were even talking about like relationships, when you were saying, Hey, when I was in this relationship, I was more anxious, but then he was more avoidant and Mm -hmm. it could flip-flop. Right. So that's also the dynamic too, with like everybody, if you think about it, like, you know, you could be with a friend that's one way, or you can be with another person. Um, And so that's one of the things that I found, which is it, every, that's why I say it's like a spectrum, because you could be, um, you know, a fearful avoidant, which is both, but you could really be leaning more towards the anxious side, right? And you might have some dismissive um strategies that you that come up, right? Or you could be like the opposite. So it's like, it's just really, when you start to have a better understanding, I know, for me, when I started to understand this, I was like, wow, I felt, I felt like seen and I felt understood. And I was like, I am really not crazy. Like this is what's going on right now. And this is why. And it gave me so much hope because then I was like, Oh, I just, I just have to start doing X, Y, and Z. And then I can start, you know, shifting over here. It started to um, it, it just looks uh, it just looked different. And I think that once you're able to really see where you are, you start to uncover your patterns as well and you, that's how you can tell you can tell by um i can tell when people are talking in their language i can tell by their behaviors and stuff just kind of like where they're at with certain things um but guess what the and the the thing is is we were just conditioned to do things this way it was safer for me to shut down right it was safer safer for me to lash out or whatever and so once you start to understand, again, what's really going under this, the surface, like, oh, there goes my abandonment moon again, like I'm being triggered, right? Where um, you can see that that's coming up and how, and then now you can kind of regulate yourself, but then be able to give you what it is that you need so that you don't have to go and, you know, eat a pint of ice cream or, you know, stuff like that. And that's kind of how you start to, to see things differently. And then it's more sustainable because you figure the more that you are building you internally, the stronger you're going to be and the stronger your business is going to be.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. And really a thriving business. It's, I talk on this podcast all the time about your way of being in business or your identity, which is just another way of saying the energy output that you are predominantly offering in and towards your business, which really is about, are you like, how secure are you within yourself, right? Mm -hmm. How much system work? How able are you to feel safe being seen doing what you're doing? what I love about your approach Mara is it's very informed by the individual Mm -hmm. and it's very step-by-step, which may seem small. We're all trying to get from like, Oh, I'm in this anxiety spiral. Hopefully soon I'll be in this state of total confidence and belief and I'll just stay there forever. And we think that the way to get there is by changing our circumstances, right? Like so many of my clients are like, once I'm making 10K a month, mm-hmm. I'll put it into myself. And I'm like, get off that train right now because I'm probably- right. <laughs> right, this is about you not feeling safe with where you're at, which is you not feeling good enough. So what I love about what you're saying is helping That's them- with small little things that are actually going to be the things that really combine mm-hmm. or really compound over time and lead them to that state of open confidence, if you will, groundedness that actually lets in the 10k months or like whatever the heck it is, the man
1: exactly exactly and that's what it usually people are like well once i have this or once i you know once i lose 15 pounds then i'm going to start dating again or once i like and like we're always waiting for this once this once you know whenever this comes and then it's like you but even when that comes you're still not going to know how to feel about it you're still not going to know how to feel safe about that because you're not doing that now right because we put so much um emphasis on the external things. But the one thing is, is like, if you have a fear of abandonment or even rejection, like, and you were talking about that earlier, like, think about that is if you are so afraid to go online, which you're not, you're actually rejecting yourself. Yes. And so by doing that, I mean, you're, you're still staying in, you know, where in this little like bubble right now, you feel awful. And then the cycle starts, So then you're not really, you're just staying stuck in that. However, if it's like, I'm just going to hit record and see what happens, you know, I'm just going to do whatever and then do that. And then you start to build on it's those little, those little incremental steps. That's what starts to build your, your self-esteem, your self-confidence. It's like no external thing is going to be given to you that all of a sudden you're just going to become this like confident person and i'm sure you can can relate when you see this when it comes to celebrities when it comes to athletes when it comes to all these people i hear all the time they're like well they have all this money how come they have all these problems or how come this or how come that it doesn't matter
0: money didn't solve it yeah.
1: it does exactly all you know what it does it gives you more resources to go out and to find more of the coping mechanisms that are
0: unhealthy right which is exactly what happens mm-hmm yeah, I've always said about celebrities because there are just so many of them that really struggle with mental health. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're just aware of that because they have platforms and many of them share it. But Right, of course. I've always thought that's because they actually achieved everything that we as a human race think we need in order to feel safe or in order to feel good enough or in order to feel, you know, like we've we've made it or whatever and they get there and they think, well, it's not here. So mm-hmm. now right? Like, whereas before you're rich and famous, you're assuming that like, well, it's, it's on the other side of that, but what if you get to the other side of that and it's not there? Well, of course, then you're going to turn more to those coping mechanisms. Of course, you're going to feel, you know, depressed. So what you help people with and what everything that, you know, sort of my messaging has become around nervous system regulation is creating that security internally, which then gets reflected back to you externally and in a much easier way than most people believe to be possible, right? And we both had that experience. Mm -hmm. I've had it in multiple areas, but we have both had that experience within business where it's like this secure way of being creates this effortlessly secure business that just runs itself pretty much. Would you say that's the experience you had in your aesthetics business? Yeah. Like, I feel like that was just,
1: I mean, I think I didn't realize how e- you know easy it was because I was doing it for just so long, you know, and, and now it's funny because when you're starting a new one, now it's like, I can see why people quit. I could see why people are, you know, are afraid to do things or they're just, you know, I totally can see that. Um, because it does, it does take a lot of this, this type of work internally, because it's just like, you at the end of the day, you know, as much as we're like, Oh, if I have this business or I have this or that, but you have to, you know, but you operating, it's you showing up, it's you doing the things. So, um, being able to count on yourself is huge. Right. And so I find that that's one of the things, um, once you start to put the, the, um, well, I guess like increase your relationship with yourself right and have a better understanding of yourself a healthier understanding one yes like you just said you're going to start to have that reflected back Mm -hmm. um and 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 then you'll be able to really start to grow something that's a little bit more solid but that's how it was with my other business it was like oh yeah like this this was like seemed effortless You know, because the clients would just be flowing in, or I'd have, you know, a full book of clients or whatever. So I never really
0: worried about certain things. And that way of being, as it Mm -hmm. relates to your attachment style, is like nothing was really personal. There wasn't safety you were trying to seek in money or in the next client. You weren't sourcing, like you were secure within yourself. You weren't sourcing your self worth um, in the business. Yep. And so therefore it was, it was, you were able to be a lot lighter about it. And would you say that a huge part of this work is simply the awareness of it. Because with what we've talked about today, like now you're actually getting to the source of what leads people astray for years and years is they think they need something else. And then they're trying to find security in a certain number of Instagram followers. And then, well, that didn't work. So now I guess I need to be over here on on Facebook ads. And it's like, it's none of those things. It's what we're talking about right here. And once you have that awareness, actually putting in the steps that Mara is an expert on, is almost the easy part. Like the hard part is getting to the awareness of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's it's allowing yourself to go there because right. I think that's what happens too. It's like when we and I mean, we've all done it where you're like, oh, it's this or it's this, it's like outside of you, right? Yes. We, we look at that, it's like, well, it must have been this or it must have been that, and sometimes even people will will take on the well my this is how I was brought up or well because of my childhood and this is why I'm this way it's almost like we don't realize sometimes that we have the power to change certain things and I always say that it's like I understand when we're young you know we're not in control really of like how we're brought up right we're just so little when you're just kind of going through it but when we become adults if some things are maybe not working in your life or are showing up in a way that like, I, I still feel that it's up to us to take, you know, um, our power back into it's up to us to, to do the healing, right. It's up to us to change our, the way that we want it to have things go in our life. And I do find, you know, like you just said, like just being able to sit and have that awareness, it's the best thing because, um, then you're like, wow, like it's, it's like, oh, this is in my control. Like I didn't even realize that. It's like, and I know um I was working with someone who, well, when we first started initially, it was on her relationship. However, she just started realizing so much about, how, she couldn't believe how much this was showing up in her business. Like just the way that she was with people, the way she was she she just was like wow like i realized now it's because she didn't have like boundaries set she realized x y and z and so it was so helpful for her because then she was able to start to implement certain things um boundaries uh you know different strategies so that she can take care of herself because she kind of felt like she was out of control basically
0: right So I want to know, Mara, um, I know that you've got some things going on right now, and I just, I really recommend people investing in this work for themselves, understanding what your attachment style is, how it plays out moving into a place of secureness of nervous system regulation. What I love about attachment theory is that it, it brings nuance into nervous system regulation, which it really needs to be nuanced, right? Because we all have very different ways of very different triggers, very different, um, ways in which we're seeking safety. So how, where can people find you? How can they work, work with you right now? And even though I know you speak a lot to relationships, the work is essentially the same, whether they came to you or very similar, whether they came to you with business or relationships.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very simple. I mean, and that's, it's their choice too. Some people might want to focus on this area and then we can shift into another area, but um, yeah, so I I'm I'm often on Instagram, so my handle is the the Secure Heart. I'm also um, I'm also on TikTok. You can find me on Facebook as well. Um, I do have a website, which is thesecureheart.com, and I can work with people if they want an, um, to work with me for like three months. You know, I usually find that that's a really good you know starting point. Or I also offer, you know, like a 90 minute intensive, if people kind of just want to, you know, like dip their toes into it. So um, you can find all that on my website. And also if you're curious to like what your attachment style is, or you're like, where do I even start with this? I do have a free quiz that you can find on my website or on my Instagram, you know, any of the, the platforms that I'm on that you're able to take that quiz to. So you can kind of see where you're at. And it'll definitely
0: give you some some insight. I'll link all of that, including the quiz down below. And I know that your intensive is really, well, maybe you can tell us because I worked with you on the intensive and hmm. uh, it was very strategically set up to help people. What maybe you can, you know, Well, I know. think
1: I th- really under one of the, of the main things is like really uncovering, okay, where are you at? being the awareness, right? It's like the really, like you just said, the key of everything is the awareness. So building the awareness of, you know, where are you at on the spectrum? What are some of the things that, you know, you would like to see different? And it's just like the, it's a great starting point, right? So we kind of go into more of like some of these wounds and things that are like coming up, that's maybe stopping you. So then we can work through some of those things so that you can start to get on, you know, the right
0: track. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So if this is newer for you and you've been in a pattern either within your relationships or your business, it's likely both, (laughs) um, where you're feeling stuck or getting visible really makes you nervous, or you have triggers that keep you away from your business for ages and ages, or you know, whatever it is. I I really highly recommend this work, especially, you know, I obviously recommend and and coach people through nervous system stuff every single day but with what you're doing Mara I think just the nuance to it and the personalization is really this is this is it guys this is the alignment work this is the identity work this is the science behind it and this is your access to creating a way of being and embodying that for long enough to actually create around you a reality, an abundant reality that reflects it, right? And a peace-filled one too. We can't have all of these triggers going on within us and having them suck us out of our power for days on end and expect in that state to hold any kind of consistency in terms of our energy that leads us to where it is that we're going.
1: Right? It's so true. No, you're absolutely, you're, you're, I, I know even for my business, for my relationships, the way I describe is like this up and down roller coaster. It's like, you have it, then you don't. It's like, you it was like you couldn't hold on to it, right? So it's it's really being able to um, to start to like I said, just just even even things out so that it's more of like a wave that you're riding, right? But you're able to to kind of just be in that flow. Um, yeah. And I know that like for my business, it's really been helpful. In my my relationship now, it's been a game changer. So it's it's something that yeah, I I highly I feel like everybody could benefit from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mara. I loved having you. Thank you. We just see so eye to eye on all this stuff. And um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to link everything to do with Mara (laughs) down below. Please go check out her stuff, hire her. If you're feeling called to this or, you know, send her a message or whatever to inquire further, but um, just thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.